Hi, and thank you for listening to Fit Inspired Mama podcast. I am your host, Nishma Karim. Have you heard the quote, when women support each other, incredible things happen. Here, I connect with women, female entrepreneurs, mothers, and women who want to raise their voices and inspire others. There are no competition. There are no judgments here. Just simple stories for you. So come along and listen in as we inspire you one episode at a time. Today's topic is about motherhood. And the person I'm talking to about motherhood is Devinder Mann. She has the most beautiful concept of how motherhood should look. This conversation comes from being a mother, such a beautiful emotional feeling. Yet we carry this baby, we have all this painful labors that we go through and then all these emotions that we go through. And talking to Devinder today, was all about everything that we go through from being a mom from being alone at home from being able to let go from being able to be this perfectionist that we're trying to be um, the motherhood that we're trying to go into comparing ourselves to other mothers and the vendor herself has such a beautiful way to come across every situation she talks so beautifully and i cannot wait for you to listen into her conversation Let's talk to the vendor month. Today's topic is about motherhood. And I have had the pleasure of getting to know the most beautiful Devinder Man from Instagram. That's where I found her. And the most, the reason why I have her here today is because she has such a beautiful story behind where she is and how she got here. And one of the biggest reasons why I also have her here is because she did explain a lot of things. What happened was when she was as a mom with little kids and a mom today with older kids and how the transformation actually happened within that time period. And I love to hear her story on motherhood and to help others around us knowing that though motherhood is you know, a difficult part in life. It is the most beautiful and the most blessing that we have in our life too, as well. So thank you so much for being here at the vendor. Thank you so much for, for allowing yourself and bringing your time and being here with us today. I just want you to introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, and then we can go on with the topic. Thank you so much. First of all, thank you so much for having me. It truly is a privilege um, to be able to share our stories. And, and that's all um, my mission is to really share my story and with the hope to inspire moms, especially young moms um, who are going through some difficult times uh, with the younger kids and with myself being on the other end. So as you had mentioned, my name is Devinder Man and I am um, 
if you ask me my biggest purpose, my biggest joy, my biggest blessing in life has been motherhood. I have raised three very kind, compassionate human beings who are now adults. And for many years, for 30 years, because my three kids are six, six and a half years apart, I mothered for that long of a time period. And also um, I have been married for almost 40 40 years, it'll be 40 years next year to the man of my dreams, my soulmate. And together uh, we were new immigrants. We dreamt a lot of dreams and we showed up every single day for those dreams and for each other. And we've created, we've been blessed to create the life of our dreams. And so then um, really the, the pivoting point in my life came in 2017, when after 30 years, as I had mentioned, our oldest daughter, who's now a medical doctor, got married. Our middle daughter started her career as a lawyer, and our son started a university. So all these years, we were raising the three kids, we had the business, and also, and we'd done a number of construction projects, my husband and I. And just prior to 2017, we also sold the business. And so he took retirement from his career, where I was managing the business. So literally, we, we retired. So all of a sudden, it was like, my time was my own. And I was like, wow. Oh, okay, what do I do with myself? <laughs> um, because as I had said, you know, my purpose had been raising the kids, being there and being there with my husband and for doing all this. So at that point, really, I had two choices. Um, I said to myself, I'd always been very self-aware. So at this point, I kind of felt like I had so much know-how, I had so much experience, I had so much confidence um, for what to do with myself. And, and I've always been a learner. So it was actually with the help of my children that I started a blog. I had no idea what a blog was, but I had been creative. I'd been making books and writing just for the kids' sake. So uh, my girl showed me what a blog is and I was sold. I was like, okay, and my husband was into photography. So, um, you know, rightfully I called it Fabulous 55 because I was 55 and I really felt the best I had ever felt in my life. Mm -hmm. And I had all the time to really look after myself. So I started writing with the intent to really share my life experiences. And the tagline was, let's learn, grow and evolve together. And what I found the person who learned the most was me. Because every single day as I wrote something, as I shared something, I felt this urge to really find authenticity within myself and really show up as a better version of myself every single day. So from 55 till now when I'm 59, I feel like I've had the most personal growth where I've been on this spiritual journey. I've been kind of looking at life. And so through the four years now, I, I am on Instagram. I do share everything. Um, but then I kind of wanted to do even more. So that's when, you know, the, I think the universe has a way of connecting. Um, but before that, I did also start a nonprofit foundation, which is called the Saheli Foundation. Right. And that's um, a group of over, uh, I think we're close to 35 women now across four generations, where we help young mothers and children in need. So I had done that, but beyond that, I still felt like I wanted to do more. Um, so I came across Jay Shetty um, Life Coaching School. So I just finished my certification, and now I am actually 
um, coaching women. And my mission is to empower women, help them find their true, true potential in life and truly live their true potential. And I am just, that's my new, newly found purpose. And that's my mission. And, and that's also me going within to truly live my own potential. And in the process, I really want to help women and help others. You are an incredible soul. I just have to tell you just the fact that you've grown so much having babies all six and a half years, you said six years apart. And now today they're all grown up into beautiful beings. And it's just wonderful to talk to someone that is in that boat, because you've gone through that, you've gone through those hardships, you've gone through all of that, where when you talk to young moms today, you're able to, you know, transform, like be able to see and feel exactly what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Everything you've accomplished has basically been accomplished just after your kids have been grown up. Yes. yes haven't yes. they? So yes, while yes. you were, you were with your kids, it was all about just the kids. It was all about just being with them and, and, and doing the things. And today, you know, being 55, still being very young, probably I, you look a lot younger than that. Anyways, you don't need to tell us your name. You're, you're I'm actually 59 now. Okay. No, I'm <laughs> I'm very proud of it. I'm you, you look amazing. You look absolutely amazing. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you need to come on YouTube to see this, but she's absolutely beautiful. And so um, I'm very, very honored to have you here because all the accomplishments that you've done after your kids, I want to talk to you a lot about your accomplishments with your kids when they were young, right? So being a mother, um, you know, going through the nine months carrying that baby in your tummy for nine months. We, we don't realize it, but that's how it all starts out, right? We, we get pregnant. We get those nine months that we go through. We then finally hold our baby. We go through labor, sorry. Then we go through this holding this baby in our arms. So all the happiness and happy moments. And now this beautiful being that's in your, in your hand is a totally different love that we have for our children. It's a totally different kind of a bond that we have with our children. We tend to do everything for them as they grow up. Uh, we tend to forget to also give ourselves that time. And I think I need to know is how did you connect to yourself, separate from a role as a mother? So I think you're right. Motherhood is probably, first of all, I salute every single mom out there, whether you're a new mom, whether you're a single mom, or you're a mom with kids growing up and every single day striving or struggling certain days to do the best that you can. Um, it is definitely one of the most challenging jobs that, that one could do. And we as women are blessed that it is through our bodies that this whole humanity moves forward. So because it is so difficult and because it has such a huge impact on our physical being, first of all, carrying the baby and feeling responsible that you know we have to eat right, we have to breathe right, we have to sit right, like all the things that we get told, I think in that process, we forget at the end of the day, we're still just a vessel. Our body is a vessel that the divine, the God, whatever you would like to call it, uses to bring another soul into the world. With that thought, if we remember that we are also a soul and we're simply giving birth to another soul, we didn't do anything for that child to come into being. We weren't responsible. We don't know what that child's going to look like, what their capabilities are, what their talents are, what they're going to look like. It was all something bigger than ourselves that creates 
this beautiful being that we are responsible for. So I think just remembering in any given moment that not to take ourselves so seriously. Those children are born knowing exactly what they need to know in order to survive. We are there to simply support them and guide them. So if we keep that in mind, it constantly reminds us that there's a force bigger than us and we're being supported by that force. And to not give into this cultural pressure or expectation to be the best mom in the world. There is no such thing. We all have different qualities and our children have different qualities. So when the mom and the child come together, it's a totally individual, unique dynamic. And now if we say, you know, my child isn't like so-and-so's child or I'm not a mom like so-and-so, no, you're not. Why are you expecting yourself to be? Yeah. You just take that child and yourself and do the best that you can and trust in the process and trust in divinity that is there to support us all. That is, that is so beautiful. I remember one thing though, when you said that is when you are there as your child is born, my mom used to say something to me and I think it, it now resonates after what you said. She used to say when the baby is born, that baby, again, same thing. She's it's, it's come out of you with its own personality, yes. with its own life, with its own doing the things that it's brought into the world is basically what the baby is coming to do on his own. He has this, this baby definitely has his own personality and it'll, it'll grow up with its own personality. Yes. You're just a mom to guide them yes. to yes, where yes. they are. You, they do not belong to you. And that was one word when she said that to me, she goes, they do not belong to you. Yes, you gave birth to them, Mm -hmm. but they do not belong to you. They are just your children to take care of, to guide them. And hopefully they're able to get on that right path or that path that, that you've intended and opened up for them to go through. At the end of the day, it's now their journey and it's their life. All you can do is just lead them there. And that's what we're doing by, you know, taking them to school and uh, showing them what we've learned with religion or helping them to evolve with their soul or, you know, just being who we can to them despite who they are to us. And I think that is so beautiful that you say that because it does take a lot of stress out of ourselves by just remembering that. Yes. Yes, it does. Um, When I have to be honest with you, when I was not a mother... (laughs) I used to be one of those uh, girls where I used to see kids running around and jumping and shouting. And I would first thing is look at the mom and say, doesn't the mom ever teach the kids how to like behave in public? (laughs) And then you realize after you become a mother that it's not the mom and it's not the father. It's the personality a child brings into this world. They are completely different. And in order to allow them to embrace themselves and to allow them to be themselves, this is the child and you have to allow them to be who they are. And so if anyone else ever says to you that, you know, what kind of a mother are you? That is something that should never, ever be said because every mom does their best to do what they can for their child. So thank you for that. I, 
motherhood can be lonely, right? Yes. Um, it can be very lonely. I feel sometimes we tend to do the things that we want to do for our kids and stuff. And we're always with them. We tend to be talking to our kids more than having an actual adult in the room or having a phone call or it's, it's it can be a challenge. Uh, it brings um, a lot of, there's no, sometimes we need a balance of both worlds and we don't get that. And so anxiety hits, stress hits, we can get depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I basically, uh, me being at home for so long, I remember when I had my first child and I was home all day, I was doing everything by myself and I didn't really have anyone calling me to say, Hey, Nish, are you doing okay? Or texting me, or I would just create a schedule and I would just go out and just be with them. And it was just, it was very daunting. So how can we be able to give ourselves that some self-love and appreciation of everything that we're doing? Um, while we were we are at home with our kids? I think it's really very, very important. And a lot of times I do hear, and my, uh, my eldest daughter um, now is also a new mom. He's eight months old. And, and so I'm kind of reliving those moments. And I totally understand when you wake up and the child hasn't slept all night and you're sleep deprived. And here you are, you know, you want to have some adult interaction. You want somebody to validate what you've been doing. And I think if there's one thing I would say, it is this, look at what you're doing. You have been bestowed upon with this responsibility for another human being. And it is literally 24 seven nonstop. So first and foremost, give yourself some credit. If you get upset, at your child or at yourself or at your hubby, forgive yourself. It's okay, nobody nobody should expect perfection from you because you literally are doing the toughest job there could possibly be. And it's not that you're doing this for seven days. It's not like you know that you're doing it for a year. You're doing it for a good 10 years. Now, having said that, life is long and days are short. So if a person lives in this day and age, 80 years of age, and out of that, you're devoting 10 years to your children in the scheme of things. And trust me from somebody who's been there, that's a very short time period. So learning to accept that this is a huge responsibility for a short period of time in which your biggest purpose is to be truly present with those children, nothing beyond. We could get really overwhelmed by the laundry that didn't get done today or the house that is dirty. And unfortunately, sometimes there are a lot of people who are very unconscious and they take it upon themselves to make that mother feel even worse than what she's already feeling. So that makes it even more difficult. So really, The only person we can change is us. So every single day to take 10 minutes for yourself and remind yourself, this is a tough job. You're doing an amazing job. You're gonna mess up. You're gonna make mistakes. At the end of the day, there is no such thing as a perfect mom, but there is a real connected present mom. And out of those moments, you create a bond 
not only a bond with your children, that's amazing, but you also create a bond with your own soul that you don't let that soul die inside of you. So if we wake up every single day and say, oh my gosh, look at my body, I need to lose 20 pounds and you've got a five month old baby. Hmm. Well, why don't we take a moment and just be grateful, look at this body that has created, carried, cared for this human being, give the body some grace. Just let it be. Yes, it is 20 pounds, but right now is that priority? Not really. Priority is taking care of your body, nourishing it and nurturing your child. So in that moment, that soul within us has that purpose and it taps into that purpose. And the purpose is to be fully present with your child. And that's it. And I know it's easier said than done, but when people judge you, when people say things, that's not your business. No. And the only way you're going to tune into that is to go within and find your own power. It's not going to come from your spouse. It's not going to come from your child. It's not going to come from your mom or your mother-in-law. It's going to have to come from within to say, how lucky am I? How many women in the world would give anything to have a child? I have one. My body was able to sport bringing this human being into this world. That's huge when you think about it. It's absolutely huge. And the thing is that I, I know exactly what you're saying is, is, you know, look inside of you, being inside of you, you know, understand that, you know, you, you're, nobody's perfect. Everyone needs to be who they are. Look into your soul. Give us some examples of how can someone actually do that? So I think the biggest is change of perspective. Yeah. When we grow up, I mean, it's amazing that we all grew up in a culture. It provides us sport. It provides us safety, security as compared to our ancestors living in the caves. Mm -hmm. So now we've created this culture. Now within the culture, certain belief systems come into place. Mm -hmm. And we have humans who, are, who live unconsciously. And so these humans find it their right to judge everyone. And that's a whole new ball game. Why do we judge others? Because we're not, we don't feel complete within ourselves. So if I'm not feeling good, I will look to the left and say, oh, but look, her kid cries all the time. Oh, look at her. She doesn't even know what her kid is doing. What are we trying to do? Just make ourselves feel better by telling ourselves that everybody else sucks too. So the point is that if we focus on ourselves and try and do the best we can, and really it's a process of unlearning the, the limiting beliefs that culture tells us. Right. So if we unlearn the beliefs, how we can do that is unlearn that. I'm not here to impress others what, how my child behaves. I'm not here to impress others how clean my house is. I'm here for myself. This life is journey. Just like we said, the soul as, as a, the soul comes into this world, we're all here. It's a journey for us to truly live life, enjoy life in every single moment. Yet we waste it trying to fit the boxes created by culture. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to bring up what happened today. And, and it's only because you're saying this all together. And I, I just want to tell 
I want, basically, I've already told you what happened and, and you gave me such a really amazing answer to this. And I think it's really important to tell it out exactly what it was and how I fixed, how I realized the problem after mm-hmm. I woke up today in the morning and my child, uh, you know, I w- woke up, went to the washroom, you know, to get freshen up. And then my daughter just comes in into the room and hoping to get the cuddles for me before she mm-hmm. wakes up. Mm-hmm. So I got out and she's, she looked at me and I'm like, listen, we need to go. It's really late. We need to get you ready for school. We don't want to get you. We don't want to, I don't want to rush this. So let's get going. And she didn't like that. So she started a little bit of a tantrum and her tantrum went from, you know, she wanted that hug and that cuddles, but I wasn't giving that to her. I knew she wanted it, but she couldn't even tell me that, that she wanted that. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, she just started her tantrum and she's getting mad and she walks into the bathroom stomping her feet and, you know, she goes and does her her brush and she freshens up, but in a very, very mad way. And she threw the toothbrush in a certain way and she got upset and then she comes into, you know, she goes in, into her room and she gets ready and she's crying and she's upset and she's banging on something. And by the time she comes into my room to get her hair done, she's even more furious with me. And so I'm not making anything easier for her. I'm just trying to get everything done. And I'm just, you know, telling her to stop. Like, you know, there's no reason for her to cry. Nobody hurt her. Nobody did anything to her. All she needs to do is just get ready and let's go home. Let's go to school. Like, how hard is this? And then, you know, going to school was even more difficult because she's crying, telling me she doesn't want to go to school. But it wasn't about going to school. I think it was more about the emotions that she was feeling waking up, not getting those cuddles and not getting the impact that she was looking for from me. And then when she was going to school, she was um, crying to the point where her teacher had to grab her off of me to, to take her to class. And I came back home and... I knew that there was something wrong and there was more that I could have done in order for those tantrums not to come in. And like Mm -hmm. you said, you know, look deep inside of you, you know, deep, not letting anybody else judge you for what happens. And and today I was not a perfect mother. I was not that perfect mom, but I realized that I did something wrong. And what I did wrong was I didn't go and give her those little cuddles that she wanted before she got out of bed. And why? Because I was tired. Why? Because I was exhausted too. Why? Because I just wanted them to go to school so I can get my stuff done. But it's not always about me. You need to take that extra step and say, I'll give her those cuddles so that she's okay. And that you're okay. I, I feel like our energy really puts them down. It depends on the way that we react and the way that we feel. They feel it too. And then that's how the tantrums and the upsetness and everything else comes together. And I think it's very difficult for us to be the the real, like the real mums ourselves when we cannot give that self care and self love and looking internally, allowing ourselves to be that person. I think meditating, um, going to sleep early, uh, doing the things that you need to do to really calm yourself down um, or else, you know, you're not going to be able to be that mom that they want in the best way possible. I think there's so much beauty in what you just said that this moment happened, the morning happened, and then you sat down and you reflected upon it and you found your own answers. It was not somebody else telling you, but you looked within. Mm -hmm. And then you also give yourself an opportunity to realize that that child was seeking your love. That child was seeking connection. But here, what are we doing? Because now all us mothers are symptoms 
or trying to deal with this, we've got a schooling system that starts at a certain age and we say, oh, you're five, okay, you're going to kindergarten. But maybe that five-year-old has 20 days out of the year where they just wanna be a baby. They just wanna be a child. And, uh, and I think I was telling you, I had this experience with my own son when he was in kindergarten. He did not enjoy waking up in the morning. It, certain mornings were struggle. And certain mornings I decided I would just let him sleep in because his body just required that. And as a result, I did hear notes from the kindergarten teacher. She, I did hear some remarks and I just decided because this was my third child by this time. So I had become a lot more confident and I thought, all the power to you. I understand as a kind I didn't say this to her, but I understood it, that that's where she was coming from. But where I was coming from, my son really needed that rest. And me as a mom really needed to hear what it is that my son was looking for. Yeah. So I think when we really reflect and we go in, we realize that we may term it as, oh, such a temper tantrum, or oh, they have such a temper. They were so upset. They were so angry. But because there's such a lack at that age to express their emotions, we are actually teaching them what you're feeling isn't important. What's important is that you go out there and do what's expected. So in that moment, we're really taking away a little bit of that authenticity, that soul, and we do it a little bit at a time. And then in the process, we teach them that, you know, look, there's these boxes and we all have to fit in to those boxes. And that's the cycle that has to break. That that's so that's so true, right? Because there there's that timing that they have to be in school. But you know, you're right. Like I could have given that five extra minutes, knowing that that would actually allow her to get up and you know be yourself. But you know, at that moment and at that time, sometimes we're not perfect enough to realize it because in our minds and our thoughts, we just want them to go to school. You know, <laughs> Absolutely. Because that's what we've been taught. You know, you're this age, you're, you're old enough and I've got things to do and that's normal too. And, and that's what I'm saying. It all goes with the territory, that guilt, that self-doubt. Gosh, how many times as moms do we go to bed saying, did I handle that right? Did I do that right? I should have done it that way. Like that just goes with the territory. But to have that self-talk within ourselves is wonderful. But to give into another uh, person who's judging us or doing it under the pressure that this is what is expected of us, that's what leads to problems. See, that comes to my next question, I think. It was, how do we start letting go, letting go of everything, ideas about time, ideas about achievement, ideas about perfection, ideas about motherhood, ideas about cleaning and being perfect all the time. Like that, that is something I, I think mothers tend to forget is how do you let go of some of these things? Yes, yes. Again, I think, you know, this may sound really... Um, you know, again, easy said, but at the end of the end, I'm just going to, I'm going to explain why I say this. For me, the biggest lesson life has taught me is that the only person you can change in the world is yourself. And I say that after trying to change so many toxic people around me and trying to explain my situation and wasting a lot of time and energy. Um, then coming to real, I mean, you hear it all the time. It, from the very young age, you hear, you know, the only person you have control over is yourself, but it doesn't make sense until you've been there and you've done that. And mm -hmm. then you realize that, yes, 
in every moment, our perspective is everything. So I used to be a clean freak, big time. Yeah. So then I had my eldest daughter. I was also working. Um, she was, I think I, I was working part-time. Then I started working full-time. She went to daycare. And the house, my husband and I, we were both also studying. We were new immigrants. Like you said, we had a lot of dreams, lots of things we wanted to do. And I read somewhere that your child will never remember how clean your house was, but your child will always remember the time you spent with them. And to me, that was life-changing. So sometimes it's just something that goes off in our head because somebody says something or somebody somewhere we read something and it truly resonates. So from that day onwards, I literally was like, okay, when we're going to clean, we're going to make a game out of it. She's going to be a part of it. You know, she's let's, you know, you do this and I'll do this and we'll play some music. But if the house is dirty, I'm not going to judge myself. And I'm not going to let somebody else's judgment impact me. Again, it's a, it's a process that you have to unlearn everything you've learned throughout your life. And it's really also something that people around us have to learn because they've also learned, oh, a clean, you know, little kids, a house. Yes, I, you know, it has to be hygienic. Absolutely. I'm not saying live in a messy house, but within limit, right? Balance things out. And, and do things around or do things to include the children. So it, it's not just mom saying, oh, look, the house is so dirty. Why don't you go to bed so I can vacuum? Or look, my dishes, why don't you do this? Instead, isn't it our house? Oh, after we do this, why don't we go do the dishes? You want to put them away from me while I do this? But all of that really comes once we let go of that. Perfectionism. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that really does bring a lot of a wow to the factor that you say that because, you know, we always try to be that perfect mom, uh, try to make sure the kids are okay, try to always have dinner ready, always make sure the house is clean, uh, laundry is done at a certain time. And all of these come to together in such a way, it's like, Oh, my God, I forgot to do this. Oh, my God, I didn't do this right now. Oh, my God, my house is a mess. And people are coming over. And Oh, my God, you know, dinner didn't get ready. It's like, if we can just kind of let go of all that and just say, what needs to be done right now, Mm -hmm. and focus on the rest of the stuff, the next day or the day after and have a specific day for something, you know, maybe every Thursday is laundry day, not every single day, yeah, you know, exactly. Maybe um, you're, you know, when you do the dishes, just do dishes in the morning and, or maybe have it done at nighttime before you go to sleep. So that whatever has happened during the day, you're not worried about it because at night everything's cleaned up. And in the even in the morning, you're feeling free again to start all over again, you know? Yes. So, yes. you know, just think, I, I feel like that is so important to do for yourself. So you're not constantly confused about what needs to get done. And instead you're concentrating on your beautiful babies or your, your kids, if they're going to school or they're coming back in whatever situation that you're in, knowing that you're going to be okay. So Thank you so much for that. I do have a a quote that I wanted to read from motherhood, and I thought I would share it Mm -hmm. here. Uh, It's such a beautiful quote. And I was like, oh, you know, with Devinder being here, I wanted to read it. It's about motherhood. It says, motherhood is a choice to make every day to Mm -hmm. put someone else's happiness and well-being ahead of your own. Mm-hmm. to teach the hard lessons, to do the right things, even when you're not sure what the right thing is. 
and to forgive yourself over and over again for doing everything wrong. <laughs> yes. So yes, absolutely. Such a beautiful quote. It is. It is. Now, if I may, I just want to, I just want to add a little something to that. Yeah. I think sometimes we get carried away with this. I'm doing this for the kids. I'm doing this. I'm putting their needs before mine. First of all, let's stop putting their needs before ours. Let's put our needs in there too. So now you're a mom. Correct me if I'm wrong, but as women, as soon as we know what motherhood is, as soon as we learn what holding a baby is like, yeah. we look forward to becoming a mother. It seems like a very natural thing to do. And when we hold that baby, it seems like the biggest blessing. I think all of us, whether you go through C-sections or labor, everything, the minute you hold that baby, you're like, wow, I never imagined. So in that, what is it that we are doing for the baby? What if we focused on our emotions? When I held that baby, wow, I could really feel my nurturing. I become a new person. I found strengths that I never knew I had. Oh my gosh. For me personally, I was scared of killing an ant. And once I had my baby, if I had to, you know, stand against a tiger, I would have, because this is my child now. Where's that? Where's that courage coming from? Where's that strength coming from? So let's stop becoming a victim. We are not doing things for our children. When I raised those three children, I raised three humans who give me so much happiness, who, with whom I've been able to create true authentic connection, with whom I sit and have a heart to heart. And when they enter that house, even to this day, I drop everything and I, I sit and the world stands still. I'm like, wow, this connection. It's priceless. Otherwise, we go out in the world, we try to seek connections. We want to make friends. We want someone who really, truly understands us. So I want, if there's one thing, I want us moms to stop being victims. We are not victims. We are the chosen ones. We are the powerful ones. Men couldn't go through the pains of labor, the pain of carrying a child, st staying up day in, in and day out. Tell me, is that not incredible? So how are we victims? We are warriors. And we are choosing to be there with these children because we dreamt of becoming a mom. We dreamt of raising a child. We dreamt of raising a young little girl who will one day become our best friend. Yeah. So the time we're putting into it is not for their sake. No, it's not. It's for your sake. You're gaining everything. You're that, gaining the love and the affection. And the connection and, and life. What is life? Expression of love, expression of joy. Like when I'm with that grandson of mine, his first word was wow. And I was like, you know what? If all of us every single day found one thing that wowed us, if I stepped with bare feet on, on ground and felt that energy of this universe 
I would go, wow, this is pretty incredible. So children really reconnect us to the true meaning of life. They we really don't do anything for them. They do everything for us. So switch the perspective. Feel the blessing. Feel the gratitude. Yeah. Feel the power. Then tell me what is motherhood like. Yeah. I love, I love that. You know, you, you resonated right to my soul. I think the thing that you really brought to me, my, I realized is that when you said that your kids are the ones that teach you about life and mm -hmm. it's an absolute truth because they're the ones, the reasons why I've learned that life is so precious and it's not about being precious. It's about living that moment. You know, you don't see your child getting upset about not cleaning its room. You don't see a child getting upset because dinner is not ready on time. They're just hungry and they're just going to, they can eat anything and anything that you can put on, on the table for them. They're not upset because they don't have to worry about anything. They just go to school. They come home, they get to play. They enjoy life as today's moment. They don't know what's going to happen tomorrow and they don't care about what happened yesterday. And we're all about what happened yesterday and what's going to happen in the future. Yes. Today, we're not taking that moment for today and right now. And I think that's really important. Yeah, I Thanks. think that's, that's the biggest, biggest takeaway is just that moment to again, take it for yourself, not for the child. And in order, like you said, in order for us you know, not to say that we are the ones that are helping our children. I think we need to put ourselves first. Like you said, like they always say, always have the mask. You know, when you're on an airplane, they say, put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you put it on your kids. It's the same way in life. I feel you should always learn to self-care for yourself. Either if it's asleep, either it's the meditation, either it's working out, either it's doing something for yourself, no matter what it is that you can keep your you know, your calm, your anxiety down, your stress feeling you know, low, that's going to help you to raise those kids in the right way is if you can take care of yourself, because if you can't take care of yourself, there's no way that you can take care of anyone else. So no. thank you for bringing that up too. Yes. And I would add to that list, continuously having a sense of gratitude for being able to be given the privilege of helping children guiding children, raising children. And trust me, like six, seven, eight years, all of a sudden you look up and you're like, oh my gosh, who's this adult I'm talking to? And, and that's a whole new ball game too, I think is mothering is difficult. <laughs> Honestly, learning yeah. to unmother is equally difficult. It's when your it's kids are actually grown up now. <laughs> because we get so, oh, do it this way. Make sure you do this, make sure. And all of a sudden, then I remember my, my um, older daughter was doing residency in Edmonton. And for me, more so difficult because my son was still in high school. So I was still kind of being there for him. And she came home and I was like, oh, sweetie, don't forget to do this and this and that. And very gently, she turned around and said, mom, I wake up at 2 a.m. to go attend to emergencies in the hospital. Trust me, I can do this. And in that moment, I realized it was time for me to learn to unmother. To let go. Yes. Yes. Now she needs to be your friend. Yes. She needs to be that person that she can just come and talk to about anything. And you just need to be that one woman that can be her best friend and just know that it's okay 
for whatever the situation is and just be there for her when she needs it. And for me to go like with all this, everything that I'm doing right now, um, I remember one time uh, Oprah Winfrey and Brene Brown both talked about who's your board. So board being some people that you trust the most in your life. So as I'm moving forward, moving on to do um, more of different things, they're my board. I have a, a family group where, hey guys, this is what I'm writing. This is what I'm posting. My son is our, we call him the chief editor because he's, his language skills are, are really good. And the girls are, you know, so, oh, mom, do it. yeah, I love it. Do it this way. Or maybe I wonder. So my point is that they're only children for a very short period of time. And if we're able to create that connection, then that connection is a two-way street for the rest of your life. Like right now, I'm also looking after, we are looking after my parents who are in their late 80s. So, you know, now it's like, they're totally reliant on us. So in this long life, this period of where children are dependent on us is very short. And the connection that we have with them is the most rewarding, but then not to say at one point, tables turn and we become dependent on them. So I think keeping that, that perspective and never taking our roles too seriously or too um, intent of hierarchy. We're the parent, we know what's right. We, we're gonna tell you what's right. Um, that could become the reason of a lot of our suffering and our own pain. That makes some very good sense. I love that. I love that you said that, you know, you're very right. I just, uh, it's good to know all these information, especially for motherhood. And it's really nice to see that we're able to put this perspective together. And at least we're able to, to, to stick together as mothers, knowing that we're not alone. And I love that. So the conversation we just had today was unbelievable. You have so much insight information, and I'm so happy to, to be able to have this conversation with you. Devinder, you have gotten something that I've been wanting you to talk a little bit about. Um, it's about your coaching business that you've just started off. It's called the Devinder Man Transformational Coach. What is it? And I and I just know that mothers or you know any woman out there would love to take advantage of this coaching because you have so much to offer, and I would love more information on it. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes. Um, like I said, once, you know, once I started this self inward self journey, what I discovered was this urge to really help others because they say what you learn, it's really your responsibility to also turn around and teach. And so going through the Jay Shetty certification school of, of life coaching, it was life changing for me. And out of that, what came out was a strong urge to help women unleash, unlock, and truly fulfill their potential. Because I find, uh, especially as women, you know, we listen to cultural beliefs. We try very much to fit into the boxes. And so in the process, we really kill the spirit inside of us. We really kill our authenticity. We're people pleasers. We're, you know, trying to do, trying to be perfectionists. So all of that really um, creates a life that's inauthentic a life where we're really dying inside, but we're too scared to be seen. And that's what my purpose is. I want women to own themselves. I want them to own their power and to really dream and step up and fulfill those dreams. So that's gonna be my niche is helping women. And what I've really 
enjoyed um, because of COVID, everything was online. So my coaching is also going to be online, just like you and I today, um, you know, heart to heart conversation over Zoom. That's what, that's how I've been coaching. And I have been seeing some beautiful, beautiful results. And for me, that moment where, you know, we share with each other without judgment, without um, any fear or anxiety, and really hear ourselves talk. And so that's what life coaching is. We really, the coach helps you, guides you, takes you deep down inside and figure out what's holding you back and then bring you back up and help you move forward. So that's how life coaching is different than therapy, whereas therapy could be what happened to you, how it happened, how to feel better. Life coaching is, okay, this is your story. This is what happened. So what are the beliefs you're holding on to now? How is it holding you back? Why are you not living your full potential? And that's where um, a life coach helps you kind of look at your blind spots and, and guide you. So I would, anybody, you know, if you're feeling anxiety, fear, stress, or you're feeling trapped, um, I would love to have a conversation. I'm, I'll be on Instagram as Dvinder Man. Man would be the Instagram handle. Um, I also have a website, uh, divinderman.com under my name, and that's Man with two A's. And uh, you can certainly send me a message there. And uh, yeah, I'm just so excited and thrilled to be able to just touch one life at a time and, and just help provide some clarity. Well, this is the reason why I do this. I have such beautiful women, soul connecting women that come on my podcast to just inspire more and more and more people in this world. And so this is why I haven't brought you here to motherhood is such a broad topic. And you, you made it you basically transformed so much information into one thing. And I love today's topic and I love today's um, energy that we both share. And thank you so much for being here and taking that extra time just to talk to me because that makes a huge difference in, in today's podcast. So thank you for that. An amazing service. It's much needed. I think we all need to be vulnerable, talk to each other, share with each other. So thank you for the opportunity to. Your to coaching is going to. Yeah, your coaching is going to be amazing. So I can Thank already you. see that um, a lot of people are going to come towards you and being able to transform, especially when you do the Jay Shetty uh, coaching uh, certification for that. So yes. congratulations on that. Thank you very much. And thank you again for, for this time. Absolutely. Anyone else that's listening here and they enjoyed this, please make sure you do subscribe below if you're on YouTube. And if not, if you're just listening on the regular podcast, also do subscribe and please do leave us a message. Let us know how everything goes and how everything went and what you what you felt about this podcast. It would be great to listen in. And I will also keep all the information down below description, um, how, how to get a hold of Devinder Man as well. So you guys do not lose on that as well. Other than that, have a fabulous week. Hope you guys took a lot out of this podcast today and enjoy your week. We'll see you next week.